Well, good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to thank you for taking time to join with us today as we're studying from God's Word together. And we've entitled this study, A Journey Through Luke. And already we have been several, several verses and into chapter number one. And just want to say how much I appreciate you taking time to look with us as we're studying together from the precious pages of God's Word. And again, if you have your Bible nearby, I want to encourage you this morning to open up your copy of God's Word along with me to Luke's Gospel, chapter number 1, as we continue in verse number 52. Yesterday we began and we looked and read verse 52 and uh, realizing that this is a part of Mary's song of praise and adoration unto God. And I'm glad that you and I have something to be excited about today. We have a God who's on the throne, who is victorious, and the same God that Mary sang praises to that's recorded here in Luke's Gospel is our God as well, and we can rejoice today in our salvation. If you'll notice with me that Mary said what she said in verse 46 and 47 before we begin in verse 52 this morning, I read in my Bible, and Mary said, my soul doth magnify the Lord, not that, that God could be made any larger than he really is, but he can in our perspective of him. And then she says this in verse 47, And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. And I want to say right there could be a great topic for a series of sermons on the joy of the Lord. My spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. We should rejoice today. You say, well, wait a minute. In the midst of all that's going on, in the midst of all the calamities in the world and all the conflict and all the strife and all the trouble, there's a God in heaven who's worthy of our praise and we can rejoice in Him. And I believe Mary's song of adoration and praise is one that we should look at very closely. And we've just slowed down and we've slowed down to a snail's pace, as you, as you know, in this verse 52. And let's read verse 52 together this morning. The Bible says, He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. 
As I'm looking at this verse again, I remind you yesterday we looked at three very important phrases that Mary is using here. He had put down, that means to lower, it means to cast, it means to take down, it means to destroy. And then the mighty, we know that's the ones that God hath brought down, and that is the rulers of the great authority, the mighty ones, the potentates, if you will, that God has brought them down. But notice where he's brought them down from, from their seats. And if you look at that phrase, and the Greek word literally means a stately seat, a throne, and by implication, power, a potentate. It means a throne room. And so it is we see here this, this morning as we're looking together, Mary is praising her God because the Lord has power to move the prideful off their thrones. And there's something that we need to learn, a great lesson, I believe, that we could glean from, from the Word of God. Their thrones were places where those who were in power sat and they paraded themselves pridefully before the people. But you know what? Mary said that God hath brought them down. Notice in the verse again, He put down the mighty from their seats. You say, well, Pastor, what does that have to do with us today. Well, I want to say to you, there has been some mighty ones that have been removed from their place, their throne room, if you will. Think with me this morning. We have something to sing about as well, and we should rejoice, those of us that know Jesus as our Savior, simply because that He hath brought down the mighty one from His throne. He has lowered him. You, what are you talking about? Well, in the book of Isaiah, chapter 14. My mind goes there for just a moment. And Isaiah wrote these words. He said, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How thou art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven, and I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will, I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the Most High. Now here it is. This is a picture of Satan himself, the devil, Slewfoot, and we know that he pridefully exalted himself upon his position. In Proverbs chapter number 6, verse 19, actually 16 to 19, it says these words, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are abomination unto him. A proud look. Notice the first thing that God says, I hate. It's pride. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that deceiveth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift to running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. And so it is that we know that Satan is the author of confusion. He is the author of division. And we see this, and it's because of the sin of pridefulness. And the Bible says that Jesus has much to say about the devil himself and being thrown, dethroned from uh, his position in heaven. And Jesus said that in Luke chapter 10, verse 17, 
The Bible says in the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. In the book of Revelation, you and I should rejoice this morning because there's coming a day when the devil is going to get what he is due. In Revelation chapter number 20, verse number 1, the Bible says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand, and he laid hold on the dragon, the old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. We'll stop right there for just a moment. This as at the beginning of the millennial reign of Jesus. Satan himself will be bound and cast into the bottomless pit, and he will be sealed therein for 1,000 years. You and I have something to sing about. There's coming a day when Satan is going to get his due. In the same chapter of Revelation chapter 20 and verse number 7, and the Bible says, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison, and, he sh and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about. And the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Can I tell you there's coming a day when the prideful will be made low. There's coming a day when Satan will be cast into the lake of fire. And we won't have any more problems with the little G-O-D of this world. You and I have something to rejoice about because we are the children of God. We are the children of the promise. Luke chapter 1 verse 52, Mary said, He hath put down the mighty from their seats. There's no one other than Jesus Christ who has the power to uh, authority and the power and the will and the method to take down Satan himself. And Jesus Christ is going to do that. I love that verse. While this verse applies to the people of Israel who are going their way in unbelief, it also can apply to you and I today. Today's world is filled with prideful people who believe that they can control everything. Yet truthfully, they are not in control at all, for God is. There's a song entitled, I'm on the winning side. Praise his name. Mary's song is our song as well, if we're saved. And I appreciate you tuning in today. I'm glad that I have joy in the Lord right in the midst of the trials of life. We can still praise his name because he's going to win. And because he already has won, you and I are winners. Amen. Well, Lord willing. We'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Lord bless you today. Thank you for being with us. Bye-bye.
everybody will be happy and whole. You know that.